Hi guys, this is Jake Parker. Welcome back to another episode of the Beyond Fit podcast, where it's my job to help you apply knowledge that is both scientific and practical into your own life to maximize your physique development and your overall body, as well as your mind. The combination of these two things is what makes you Beyond Fit. Hi guys, welcome back to another Mindset Monday podcast here on my podcast, Beyond Fit. I am your host, Jake Parker. This podcast is called The Best Way to Set Goals. So the past two years, I've become very disciplined about goal setting and I found some strategies that work really well for me. And so I'm going to overview how I go about setting goals, tell you how to remember your goals before it gets to like December of 2021. And you're like, Oh, I forgot to focus on these a couple of tools to use. And then a couple of things to remember. So first of all, to anyone who is cynical about, Oh, you know, you can set a goal anytime. This is what I always hear. Oh, why do you, why do you focus on setting goals? You know, for the new year, that's for suckers. Just set a goal anytime you want. Okay. This is what I say to that. You can set a goal anytime you want, just like, You can give a gift to someone special anytime you want, just like you can have a big meal with all of your family members anytime you want. But I really like Christmas and Thanksgiving for those specific reasons. And that's the thing about holidays is they kind of give us time to do things that we know we should do and we'd like to do other times than just the holiday. But because there is a specific reason, it gives us that catalyst to do so. And so that's how I think about New Year's goals. I'm I'm definitely not a New Year's goals cynic at all. I love New Year's goals. I'm a huge fan of setting New Year's goals. And for me, it just works out really well as a time to, okay, let's reset. Let's think about my new goals. And it's going to be something that I think I will use the rest of my life. And so the way that I go about that, an overview over goal setting is, first of all, I think you should pick five goals. I've definitely picked way too many goals before, and I found that that was, well, there's something called the Goldilocks rule in goal setting, which I talked about on a podcast recently, and basically, you know, you have Goldilocks. It's too hot, too cold, just right. If your goals are too ambitious, you have like 15 to 20 goals, it's going to be one of those things where you don't feel empowered to take action because it's too overwhelming, but if you have one or two goals, it's going to be one of those things where you don't Uh, have the power to take action because it's too easy. And you're like, oh, well, I don't have to focus on that today. I'll do it tomorrow. These goals are so easy. So you want to pick five goals. I think that's going to challenge you at the right amount to the right extent. And it's going to be enough to like manage cognitively also. Although I'll get into why just holding your goals in your head isn't good enough here soon. So pick five goals. Another quote I wrote down here is from the, the Stoic philosopher that I really like, Seneca, who says, he who is everywhere is nowhere. So what we'd like to improve in tons of different areas of our life, we have to remember that our life is relatively long. It's long and it's short, but it's long in the fact that just because we can't get to every single goal we want to tackle this year doesn't mean we can't focus on new goals next year. And because we will have our focused attention on the goals we want to accomplish this year and hopefully get them done, we'll be able to put those in the background, maybe automate whatever we wanted to automate or have accomplished whatever we wanted to accomplish, and then be able to focus on new goals. So pick five goals. The way that I do this is I pick four specific goals, and I'm just going to quote from Arnold Schwarzenegger in his book, Total Recall, because this book was one of the most empowering books I ever read, especially in how Arnold set his goals. He said that 
I always wrote down my goals, like I learned to do in the weightlifting club back in Graz. It wasn't sufficient just to tell myself something like, my New Year's resolution is to lose 20 pounds and learn better English and read a bit more. No, that was only a start. Now I had to make it very specific so that all those fine intentions were not just floating around. I would take out index cards and write that I was going to get 12 units in college, earn enough money to save $5,000, he goes on to say a few more things, and then he concludes with, it might seem like I was handcuffing myself by setting such specific goals, but it was actually just the opposite. I found it liberating. Knowing exactly where I wanted to end up freed me totally to improvise how to get there. So I can definitely resonate with what Arnold is saying here. And I think just about anyone listening to this can too, where we've set a New Year's resolution. I mean, what's the most classic, classic example? Someone sets a New Year's resolution to exercise more or lose weight. And that's why, you know, we have the, the stereotypical joke, but it's, it's not really, you know, it's definitely one of those things that plays out in reality where, oh, it's January, February, the gyms are more busy because people are setting the New Year's resolutions. And then people fall off. And people fall off, again, because they either set a, a, a goal that in some way doesn't follow the Goldilocks rule. It's not just right. They either say, I'm going to work out six days a week, every single day, and it's too much for them and they can't sustain it. Or they say, okay, I'm going to work out more. And then what does more mean? That's not empowering you to get to the gym. You have to set a specific goal. A better example would be, okay, maybe if I'm coming from a place where I'm not working out, I'm going to work out two or three times a week. Because that's something you can actually see yourself doing. I remember on my Instagram story this last week, um, and this is going to be kind of janky with timeline because this podcast is being recorded in advance. But there was a post I posted about basically saying how people usually with their fitness will, instead of what they should do, which is try to average... And this is something I always talk about, 80-20 principle. Uh, averaging a B, B minus is going to put you in the 99th percentile of healthy people. And so if you go, I get a B every single day and I'm shooting for getting a B, maybe a B minus, C plus, maybe B plus every once in a while, that's going to that's gonna help you achieve your goals. What's not going to help you achieve your goals is if you go, okay, I'm going to do perfect. I'm getting an A, I'm getting an A, I'm getting an A, I'm getting an A plus. And then it eventually burns out and you start getting Fs and you just totally quit. Um, so we need to think about how to act sustainably and not set goals that are just totally not in line with the person that we are right now and the habits that we have right now, because we're just not going to be able to sustain those goals. Um, another one is with money, specifically Arnold talks about money here. And I've made goals in the past where I want to invest more money, but it's not enough to say that I want to invest more money. I have to say, I'm going to invest X amount of money per week, or I'm going to invest X amount of money per month. Um, Goals you have to get very specific about, except for the caveat of um, I, I put in here, okay, four specific goals, but then you can have one goal that's abstract as well. Um, this is another thing that came from reading Arnold's book where he said the year that he became governor of California, one of his New Year's goals was just to look into the possibility of politics or maybe it was the governorship. And I've used this too. I really like this. I think you should have four specific goals and then one that's more abstract. Um, so it'll be like, look into the possibility of this, think about doing this, explore, you know, like maybe explore new cities to move to. And it doesn't mean that you're necessarily thinking about moving that year, but maybe 2021 is the year that you explore new cities and 2022 is the year that, okay, I'm going to set the goal to move to this city. Or you say, um, I'm going to look into taking more credits for X degree, or I'm going to look into getting my yoga teacher's accreditation or something like that, where it's not one of those goals that you feel strongly enough about 
to I'm going to act on it this year, but to put it in the forefront of your mind is powerful too. Just careful not to do that with every goal because you want some goals that are really specific and concrete because it's empowering to work towards and see yourself working towards them and eventually accomplish them. But don't discount that one of your goals can be something more abstract just to focus on. And maybe you become empowered and you become inspired and you do make that goal into a concrete goal of the course of the year. Your goals can change a little bit, but they should remain um, specific things that you are looking to on a daily basis and working towards on a daily basis. And that was my second really important point of how to remember your goals and not just let them you know, sit in the back of your mind until you're, you're reminded in 2021 of December of 2021, oh, I set these goals. Um, so the way I do that is I will literally, and this is one of the things that I recommend by far the most with goals, is to write them down and put them somewhere you'll see them every day. So the best place is your bathroom mirror. You see your bath, you see yourself in the mirror when you brush your teeth, when you get ready in the morning, whatever it is you do. Um, and so putting your goals in the bathroom mirror and even I think you should make a point in your morning routine to go over them. It's not just enough to glance over them, but really take two or three minutes and read over them and think about in your mind how you're going about achieving those goals is going to be very empowering. And it goes back to something I've talked about. I'm going to link to this podcast, but uh, I, I did a podcast episode 110 where I said, what you seek is what you find. So when, for example, in, in psychology, there's something known as the yellow car, excuse me, the yellow car phenomenon where if like one of your friends gets a brand new yellow car and you go, oh my God, a yellow car, like nobody has yellow cars. And then you're thinking about it, you're gonna start looking, you're gonna start seeing yellow cars everywhere. There's a yellow car, there's a yellow car. Oh my God, I thought no one had yellow cars. What a weird coincidence. Well, it's not a weird coincidence. It's just whatever you put at the front of mind, that's what you're gonna be focused on. So put your goals at the front of mind and that's gonna help you work towards them and accomplish them better. So like for example, when I set out the goal of making more money, I didn't know exactly how I was going to do it, but because I was thinking about it every day and looking at my goals, I jumped at opportunities that I saw at work or in my entrepreneurial journey to make money because it was such a thing that was at the front of mind. So put that out in front of you and it's almost one of those manifestation things. Maybe you think that's a little goofy talking about manifestation, but it comes down to the concrete thing uh, where it's get it in your mind, get it in front of you. Um, in addition to that, Another sort of more abstract concept that I like to use is use affirmations. Say, I am this, I am going to do this. Um, for me in the past, I've done a lot of affirmations on, I am confident, I am outgoing. So that's important to start this business and do well with the podcast and on social media. And it's not really my natural tendency, but I've gotten a lot better at it because I focused on it every day. And you know, you could going back to money or fitness again, I am someone that you know, you could get as specific as you want, makes $3,000 per month. I am someone who is 180 pounds with less than 15% body fat, whatever it is, it really, I can't tell you enough how helpful it is to put these things at the front of your mind and use this sort of, like I put in parentheses, like fringe stuff, like affirmations and visualization to act pragmatically. You can't just rely on the visualization and the affirmation side. I don't think that you can just law of attraction, think things into existence, but the more they're at the front of mind and the more they play a role in your daily um, thoughts, the more you're going to seek out opportunities to capitalize on what you want to bring into the world. And so that's one of the tools I use um, that I mentioned at the beginning is affirmations. Another one of the tools I use is just very strict scheduling. So the best method I found for productivity is scheduling everything into my calendar. And that's everything from recreational leisure activities with friends and family 
to work, to workouts. I schedule everything in my calendar. And that's very empowering because I can look at it the day before and know exactly what I'm going to do. And I can audit that weekly um, to see that I am focused on the things that are going to bring me towards my goals. Um, I'll link to two other podcasts here. One is episode 99, which is about my routines and habits. And one is episode 100, which is about my weekly review, which is shout out to David Allen and the Getting Things Done book. That's where I got that. But the power of the weekly review for me is you, it helps to not get caught up in the daily um, distractions where, oh, I want to think about this. I want to, I, I don't know. Like for me, I do the goofy stuff where it's like, oh, I never heard about this thing in history. I'd like to Google it a little bit. Or I never heard about this method of working out. I'd like to Google it a little bit or think about it or read about it. And if that's you, don't let that kind of stuff distract your daily productivity, but instead get a weekly review. And what you do is you write down, okay, during my weekly review day, I'm going to look up this, 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 and this, and you don't have to do it right on the spot because when you trust that you're going to get to it eventually, it doesn't take up space in your mind. Um, so basically what I do with my calendar in very short detail, reach out if you want me to expand on this more, but um, I have six days where my schedule is all planned out and I'm doing things that are productive for my personal life, for my family life, relationships. Uh, business, health, whatever it is, I'm really focused on productivity. And then one day is basically all devoted, at least half the day is devoted to my weekly review, to getting caught up on all the other things I'm, I'm thinking about and getting focused and reset for the next week. So that's something I do on Sundays. The other thing that's powerful about scheduling and having concrete tasks like the weekly review is that it gives you more power to say no. And as far as productivity, the thing you'll always hear is you have to be very careful about what you say yes to because it's going to make you say no to something else. So really, you're going to find that you have to say no to a lot of things in order to achieve ambitious goals. And then last thing, just two things to remember is remember gratitude. I really like gratitude training because I do it in, this, in the way that every morning when I wake up, I say three things that I'm grateful for from the day before. So it kind of helps me recount my days and kind of hold myself accountable to, am I spending my days in a way that I want to, to achieve my goals? But then it also lets you remember, I have so much to be grateful for. I have a good life and it keeps me in an optimistic and positive um, train of thought, which is really good for reaching your goals as well. And then the last thing I'm going to hammer in here, I always like to talk about prioritize progress over perfection. You can't, again, think you're going to go from not working out to working out six days a week. You can't think that you're going to go from not planning any of your meals to having 21 meals, three meals a day, seven days a week are all planned and they're all healthy. No, take baby steps, make progress, and eventually you'll snowball into the bigger goals that you have if you, if you make daily action. Remember, perfect is the enemy of good. We don't need perfect. We need good. We need better. We need constant improvement. Remember, something else I've talked about is the book Atomic Habits by James Clear, where he says that if you improve 1% every day, you'll be 37 times better by the end of the year. And that goes back to that compounding that I've talked about so much in the podcast. You want your skills and the things that you're working towards to compound and build off each other. So I hope that this helps. I hope that you set some ambitious goals. Reach out to me if you need any help. Um, of course, I'm going to mention again that my coaching is great for helping you not only achieve physical goals, but also um, goals as far as your interpersonal life and your um, other struggles as far as food anxiety, not feeling like you have a, a grip on your productivity, on your lifestyle. I can help you out with all that stuff. So be sure to reach out if that interests you. But if not, I wish you the best for 2021. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. 
If you would, please take a minute out of your day to review and rate the podcast as well as subscribe. It would really help me out a lot. And if you're on Instagram, go ahead and follow me on there at jakeparker.fit and screenshot and tag me when you're listening to the show. I'll be sure to share it. And thank you personally on there.